0: Hello everybody! What is up? It is want and welcome back to the Nectarine pod and welcome back to the first episode back in quite a long time. Episodes will be out weekly on Wednesdays and they will also be available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Okay, So I just want to give you some tips on how to glow up for this new year Not only physically, but also mentally spiritually all that stuff. Yada 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 Tip number one have a set morning and night routine and I'm not saying it has to be an elaborate 17 million step night routine where you start at like 5 p.m And you don't end until 9 p.m And then you can finally sleep because I'm sorry who has time for a four-hour night routine? I certainly do not just have something simple like okay, brush your teeth, don't be on your phone for the last five minutes before bed and then go to sleep or at the very least just brush your teeth and then do whatever you want. brush your teeth, put put on some moisturizer, call it a night. and then for a morning routine, again it does not have to be a 7 million step morning routine because personally like if i (laughs) i did this for a while where like i was like okay i'm gonna have like a million steps in my morning routine, like i'm gonna wake up, meditate for an hour, go for an hour walk, uh write a gratitude journal make breakfast then coffee then brush my teeth then do makeup and then i'm ready to start my day okay for me look maybe i'm just not used to doing that on like a daily basis that just felt intimidating to me and i kept it up for a while in the summer but but like just doing my morning routine took out all my energy so then after i was like i have literally no energy to do anything else because i spent all my energy doing my morning routine So my point with that is to say that if long morning routine intimidates you or freaks you, it doesn't have to be long, I'm talking about like when you roll out of bed, don't go on your phone, brush your teeth, have a glass of water, maybe like breathe in three deep breaths if, med- if meditation intimidates you, and then start your day. That's like maximum 10 minutes. You can do that what I found is like having some sort of daily like night and morning routine helps me just feel more put together it helps me feel like I have some sort of control over my life because you do have control over certain things that you do and it then makes me feel more motivated and capable of doing other things in my day because personally like I since I work from home it's really important for me to have a, like set structured things so if you also work from home or if you don't necessarily have the strictest schedule I think having some sort of morning and night routine is so 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 helpful the next glow up tip is walk daily have some sort of exercise in your day like okay here's the thing also just pace around like if you're like watching a show or something literally just pace around because every little bit of exercise counts personally what i found also is that and i think this is scientifically proven no i'm i can almost guarantee that it is but exercising during the day it helps you sleep better at night and it's also phenomenal for your mental health For me, okay, the difference in my mental health and like stability and mood when I take a a nice walk versus when I don't, it is night and day, it's kind of bad. I think it is so therapeutic and I just get to like listen to all the music I want to, listen to a different- to a random podcast, it's just such, such a fun time if you live in an area that's not that safe to walk around or you like don't have a gym nearby or anything honestly just like pacing around in your room i think also helps also if we work- if doing like workout videos is not really your thing maybe try learning a dance i did that for a while like trying to learn different K-pop dances okay i <laughs> did not succeed with it i was trying to learn thunders by stray kids and like i grew up doing dance so i don't know why the court like i, I it was just not sinking in But I'm not gonna lie. I would start to like break out in a sweat with that and like learning different dances and stuff It's also good for your brain and helps strengthen different areas I'm pretty sure and also just like the movement is good for mental health and your body physically The next glow-up tip have more home-cooked meals if you are having every single meal for like takeout And and you're like, okay cooking every single meal at home is really intimidating start with three meals a week at home just three three meals a week so typically let's say like three meals a day, I don't know how many meals a day you eat, but let's just say I think the sta- like the standard is like what, three meals a day? Multiply that by seven. That's 21 meals. You only need three out of the 21 made at home. And honestly, I think this might just be because I'm sensitive. I don't know what goes into restaurant food, but sometimes after I eat like a rest- like a restaurant meal and if it's like really heavy, I- like, I just don't feel that great physically and also my mood <laughs> gets affected quite a bit. And I'm not trying to like vilify restaurant food at all. I'm just saying that eating at home and having home-cooked meals is good for health. It makes you feel better. And I also really like the process of cooking itself. I think it's so therapeutic. And then if you have leftovers from that or depending on what you make, if you freeze it, then it's like you have a frozen meal that you made for yourself. So it's like a healthy TV dinner in a way. So personally, my favorite things to make are jjigae, jjigae. So that's Korean fermented soybean soup. And I'll use like bone broth as the base. Another thing I really love is miyeokguk, so that's Korean seaweed soup. Again, bone broth for the, ba- for the base. <laughs> Chef's kiss. And yes, we even make the bone broth at home. Just boil the bones or put it in an instant pot for however long. And then also with the bone broth, put in the bones and then some like onion scraps and vegetables so it dilutes it a little bit and so it, it doesn't smell bad. <laughs> Another tip though, do not use lamb bones for the bone broth. It literally smells like a graveyard after. It smells so, so, so bad. Do not make that mistake and I speak from experience. But chicken bones are really good, beef bones are phenomenal, pork bones are okay as well, just stay away from lamb bones. Another thing I actually love to make is kimbap. My dad also loves that too, so it works out really nicely. And what I'll use, it's like obviously have the kimbap keem or seaweed, then the rice, and for the rice, I put in sesame oil and salt and mix it around so it's like evenly distributed. And then for the filling, I usually put in some sort of meat like either smoked salmon or spam or sausage or like any leftover meat really and then some sort of vegetable. typically what you see in kimbap, it'll be just like cooked spinach so I'll put that in a lot or cooked kale. I love kale and then also some carrots and pickled radish like takwang. They sell them like at the Asian markets. You don't need to put that in, but it's just what I typically do. And then also avocado and cucumber are so, so, so good in kimbap. 10 out of 10, chef's kiss. Kimbap, I will say, it's, it's not difficult to make, but it's really time consuming to like cook all the things individually and like chop it all up and whatnot. So if that feels intimidating, like I completely understand. Personally, I would say that if cooking just is really intimidating for you, I would start by making a soup. Like vegetable chicken soup I think is a great start because you just kind of cut, like, wash, cut up the vegetables, throw them in a pot with olive oil, like, cook it a little bit, and then pour in the bone bo- bone broth base and then, like, whatever chicken you have. I believe that's how I would usually make it. And it's super nutritious, very filling, and it just feels like a hug, which is so great because it's winter. But I would do also, if you're like, okay, I don't want to eat any of those things, what is your favorite thing to eat? Pick your favorite thing to eat and make that so you get really, really good at it. This tip actually, it was inspired by a family friends because they learned how to make like creme brulee because their, their dad was like, okay, if you wanna eat it, you have to make it. And so they learned how to make creme brulee and they were like 10 at the time. <laughs> I don't think it took them that long to learn either. I don't remember exactly, but that's where that idea came from. Anyways, the next glow up tip is affirmations. Change your thought process. Change the story you tell yourself about yourself and your life. This kind of falls in line with manifestation depending on who you ask, but also it's like the psychology behind it is you live out the story that you tell yourself. Like if you view yourself as someone who's constantly a failure or like nothing works out for you, you're going to subconsciously seek out situations and things that prove that to yourself. So in order to change the direction of where your life might be or the things that happen, you must change the story. And I'm not saying it's going to be some magic pill where overnight everything is just magically fixed in the way you want it to be. I mean, maybe, but if that's not like, it probably won't be the case. And that is okay. As my brother always likes to say, slow progress is better than no progress. And the first step to doing so is recognize the story that you're telling yourself. So just observe your like immediate reactions to things. So for instance, when it comes to, let's say you're going to go out, you're going to go out with your friends and you're deciding on a restaurant to eat at and all your friends want to eat Thai food and you want to eat Italian and you're the only one, but because everyone else wants Thai food, you end up going to Thai food. And maybe your immediate reaction is like, oh, of course I don't get what I want. Okay. You observed a reaction. All right. Now just observe your immediate reactions to other things in your life, something as small as not getting the ice cream flavor you want to something as big as college acceptance letters or like intern job and internship applications or just just anything and if you find that all your reactions are very are immediately like oh of course this has happened like this never works out for me or something like that then you have part of your story and then take steps and make efforts to change that story. First, tell yourself a different story of like, no, things always work out for me. Things are working out for me in the best possible way. I always get what I want. I am lucky. I was born under a lucky star, etc., etc. Because look, everything just starts with a thought, whether it be positive or negative, something you want or don't want. And look, it might feel really uncomfortable to tell yourself different thoughts and tell yourself a new story and that is okay. You're developing and strengthening different neural pathways that are telling you this new positive story. And I think something to couple with this is doing something every single day that will get you closer to your goals. Whatever your goal may be. If your goal is to get into law school, become a lawyer, okay? Study for the LSATs every single day. If you're like, I'm too busy. Okay, set aside 10 minutes a day, 15 minutes to study for the LSATs. You have 15 minutes. If you weren't li- literally, if you are on the toilet doing number two, because I think that will help show yourself like, oh, I'm doing something to get me closer to my goals. I'm capable of doing this. Yes, things are going to work out because I'm putting in the effort. I think it helps just to have the action along with the mindset to really couple the effect and strengthen it and just make you feel better about yourself and you get closer to your goals. The next glow up tip, this is a more physical one, but find makeup styles that suit your face. Whether or not it's trendy, find things that suit your face. I'm saying that twice in a row because I just, for emphasis. But I think there's nothing, okay that's really dramatic, but it's a very frustrating feeling when you put all this effort into a makeup look and it's trending or whatever, you see like your favorite celebrity or K-pop idol do it, it looks amazing on them and terrible on you and it's like what went wrong? And me, and honestly, sometimes it's just maybe yes, me. Maybe you didn't apply it that well, because that's happened to me a bunch too. Or maybe you and the celebrity just have very different features, and that is completely fine. So regardless of whether or not the certain makeup styles that flatter your features specifically are trendy or not, whatever, it's not gonna matter because you're going to look good. You're going look. You're going to look way better using the makeup style that flatters your face and your features, as opposed to trying to follow all the trends where it's just not suiting your face or after you get good at doing the kind of makeup that suits your face, then try to implement the trends that you like into the makeup style that works for you and your features. and the next tip that kind of goes hand in hand with that, find clothes that flatter your body type and wear things that you like and feel confident in, regardless of whether or not it's trendy. the next glow up tip, read more and i like i know it's such a everyone says this and i know it can be really annoying to hear especially because it's like reading is like a trend almost which i don't know how i feel about that because it's like reading was all i ever wanted to do ever since i was younger i remember being in second grade and telling someone that i wanted to read for a living (laughs) and now that reading is the trend it's like some of the books that go viral on like tiktok or instagram or whatever or even on youtube if i like i'll read like the synopsis and then like two pages and i'm like this is the worst thing i've ever read. (laughs) ran aside, just reading more and look if you absolutely hate reading i'm not saying like you have to you have to this is just a suggestion it's just i say this also because i personally love to read specifically novels and novels help improve empathy because it's like you're getting inside the mind of someone completely different than you because the characters are typically very different from you not always but depending it also helps your brain because you're remembering all these different plot lines and characters so it helps keep your brain active and moving and so if you don't know where to start i'm going to recommend some of my absolute favorite 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 books in the world no particular order and these are all novels these are all very like slice of life thr- some are thriller-esque um but Big Little Lies by Leanne Moriarty. I've got it right here. I'm gonna read the summary of this. And Big Little Lies follows three women, each at a crossroads. Madeline is forced to be reckoned with. She's funny, biting, and passionate. She remembers everything and forgives no one. Her ex-husband and his yogi new wife have moved into her beloved beachside community and their daughter is in the same kindergarten class as Madeline's youngest. How is this possible? And to top it all off, Madeline's teenage daughter seems to be choosing Madeline's ex-husband over her. Again, how is this possible? Celeste is the kind of beautiful woman who makes the world stop and stare. While she may be a bit flustered at times, who wouldn't be with those rambunctious twins? Now that the boys are starting school, Celeste and her husband look set to become the king and queen of the school parent body. But royalty often comes at a price and Celeste is grappling with how much more she is willing to pay. New to town, single mom Jane is so young that another mother mistakes her for the nanny. Jane is sad beyond her years and harbors secret doubts about her son. But why? While While Madeline and Celeste take jane under their wing none of them realizes how how the arrival of jane and her inscrutable little boy will affect them all i really like this because it has some thriller-esque elements of like a true crime novel and it starts with the detective trying to solve the murder that happened at the school during a school function and you just get bits and pieces and it all weaves together to give you the full picture of everyone in the town and the three main characters in the book i love Leanne moriarty honestly i would recommend all of her books the next one by her i would recommend is at apples never fall. premise of that is a man's wife goes missing and he's the main suspect, but on his life he swears he didn't do it and his kids are split between like, okay, he did it versus no, his dad would never. The next book by her I would recommend is Nine Perfect Strangers. Nine strangers go to a wellness retreat and chaos ensues. I know Big Little Lies and Nine Perfect Strangers are shows on Hulu. Read the books, they're so much better. The next book by her I would recommend is Three Wishes. So, so, so good. It's About three sisters, like a pair, not a pair, but a set of triplets. The next book I would recommend is The Wife by Alifair Burke. It is true crime. It scared the crap out of me. I literally had to sleep with the light on for like a month, but it was so good. The next book I would recommend is The Better Sister by Fair Burke. It was my first true crime novel I ever read and it did scare me, but I loved it. The next book I would recommend is Angels by Marion Keys, Grown Ups by Marion Keys, and the last one i'm going to top off with like a very chick flick-esque kind of novel and it's called the lies that bind by emily giffen so 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 good the next up tip meditation i've been mentioning it here and there but yes i highly recommend meditation the benefits include reduces stress and anxiety promotes relaxation all that good stuff personally i found that i'm a lot more stable and level-headed and my mood is a lot more stable throughout the day on the days where I meditate versus when I don't. Personally, I like to do it morning and night and I would recommend for at least five minutes at a time. They also have guided meditations on YouTube and everything. Um, personally, I don't use those, but they're great. If Whether you want to use them or not, it's all personal preference. And there's also been evidence to show that it slows the aging process and it slows brain aging as well and it's good for your brain and it's also good for your body physiologically because it reduces like stress and anxiety and it helps you better manage stress and it helps your body just like react to it better and so it like doesn't really affect your body much (laughs) the next glow up tip this is both physical and health and appearance all in one kind of but have more fruit in your day and more vegetables but i'm going to start with fruit because I think it's easier to implement personally what i like to do is just have fruit for snack like for me i like that they're sweet so i'll end up just like gravitating for like an orange or pineapple or whatever we have lying around i also tend to get full from fruits a lot more probably due to the fiber content and it also i think is very 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 nice for your skin Your mileage may vary, but that's what I found personally. And then as for vegetable content, this is a bit more difficult for me because vegetables are not exactly my favorite, but I think something, an easy way to get more vegetables into your day-to-day is just have a serving of vegetables at. At dinner. Like get a thing of like kale or like a salad mix or whatever and then just have that, like have a bowl of that with your dinner. Is it recommended and take more? Probably, but you gotta start somewhere, you know? And I'm assuming you already have some sort of vegetables in your diet, so just like adding it is gonna be helpful regardless. Also, little anecdote, but I remember when I was in like sixth grade, I want to say? And I started getting acne and stuff and my skin was just not very kind to me. Middle school is not a good, was not a fun time for anyone, let's be real. But my mom would, she would have us have like a huge thing of salad greens like at every single dinner for kind of a while. And then my skin was glowing after. And you could argue that's because you were 12, but still. This happened also when I was 16 and it still helped. And whenever I do this, my skin tends to glow and just look a lot more even tone and just better overall. So take, take with that what you will, that is just what worked for me. So that is why I'm recommending it. The next glow tip, again, this is physical, but skincare, find a skincare routine that works for you. Everyone's skin is different and you're going to have different needs and whatnot. So find what works for you personally. My skin can get kind of dry here and there, so I focus more on like hydration and whatnot. This is not sponsored, but something I've been loving to use recently is kukui oil, and I'll use this just like as the first layer of skincare at night. I don't use this every single night, but like a couple times a week, and then I'll put moisturizer on on top. Makes my skin so soft and dewy. I love it so much. 10 out of 10 would recommend, but find what works for your skin and what your skin needs. Personally, I also use an eye cream, like a Bacachul eye cream, but find what works for you and what your skin needs. I know I repeated that a lot, but I want to emphasize that point. And then for the last glow up tip of this podcast episode, start gratitude journaling. Start a gratitude list. Gratitude is good for the brain. It's good for your emotional health. It makes you just feel better and it helps get you into a better energy. And so if, if when you hear gratitude list and you're thinking, I'm telling you to write like a declaration independence level length of gratitude list every single night, no, just start with three things that you're grateful for a day. Even on the crappiest day, start with like, it could be something like, okay, at least I can breathe on my own. At least I was able to eat something today. At least like I... I'm able-bodied or whatever it may be just find three things every single day that you are grateful for which I know I sound very preachy and I'm sorry about that but that's personally helped me a ton so that is why I'm recommending it in this glow up video but yes or glow up podcast episode so yes with that that is the end of this episode thank you so much for listening and if you're watching this on YouTube thank you for watching Um, I will be back with another episode and story times will be every saturday my goal is to do 17 days of christmas so have a story time every single day aside from the podcast days and so if you have a book or a movie that you would want me to do a story time on something like that let me know down below but yes with that thank you so much for listening and watching i'll see y'all with another episode next wednesday bye